Hey guys, Giselle here, and I am your host of Beauty and Life, the podcast, where I share my insight of being an entrepreneur, an esthetician, and a Californian living in the Midwest. I hope that you enjoy this podcast as much as I love making it. So make sure to subscribe so you can get the future notifications when the next episode comes out. Thanks and grab your cup of coffee. Bye. Hi guys, Giselle here with Elevate Aesthetics and today I'm talking about waxing. I'm going to tell you some waxing fails, some stories that will make you laugh and answer some questions that I have here of people that have wanted to know about waxing. So I've been an esthetician for about 10 years and I seriously have been, (laughs) have seen it all when it comes to waxing. My very first experience with waxing uh, was actually when I was 16 years old. I started waxing my eyebrows because my mother was a hairstylist and um, we had waxing uh, supplies in the house. So, you know, having a mom that's a hairstylist, you're gonna have all those professional things there. So I started waxing my brows when I was 16. Uh, Fast forward to when I started aesthetic school and I was so used to soft wax that I did not want to touch hard wax at all. I didn't want to use it, I didn't like it, but nowadays I do pretty, I love it a lot. Now the difference between soft wax and hard wax is that soft wax you're going to use a cloth, hard wax you're not going to use a cloth because it cools and hardens and then you just remove the wax itself. So my very first experience with um, having to experience somebody with lots of hair was I was assigned a gentleman um, when I was in school he was we got to take um, we got to take clients on the student floor so you know for us to practice on and the services were discounted um, because they were having a student do it so the first gentleman that I had he um, he had a lot of hair he had a lot of chest hair, a lot of back hair, and he had come in for a back wax and a chest wax. Well, I ended up having to trim his hair. I had to get like uh, trimmers from one of the girls in the cosmetology area. Uh, when I tell you, it took me an hour or more actually to wax both his chest and back. I even had to bring in reinforcements. I had to ask one of my fellow estheticians to come in and help me finish because it had been so long um, that I had been in that service with him. I felt horrible. The amount of wax that I used, the cloths, I mean, I was sweating. I was just like a hot mess. and. This poor gentleman, I mean, he was a trooper, and I don't know if I traumatized him for the rest of his life for waxing, or he, well, he definitely helped me learn a lesson. (laughs) I'll tell you that. Because nowadays, there is nothing that will scare me after that, because that was truly one of the most intense waxing experiences that I had. 
I will let you know that when I very first started waxing, I actually used to apologize to people. I used to tell them I was sorry and then I would just like hold my breath and like wince. And I, and I one day I had this wonderful lady, I was doing a bikini wax on her and she, she just grabbed my arm and she said, it's okay, I know what I'm in for. And after that, it was so much easier, but I will still tell you that to this day, sometimes I will hold my breath if I know it's a new person and they've never had a wax before. I totally empathize with them and know what they are experiencing because I have been waxed as well. So anywhere from legs to bikini to Brazilians, backs and chest, I mean, it is not a fun experience, but the results are amazing. So that's just a couple of little stories about my experience as an esthetician. So let's just jump into these frequently asked questions that I get from time to time. So people will ask me if I use hard wax or soft wax, and the answer is, is that I use both. So depending on the service, I will use uh, a soft wax or a hard wax. Generally, when it comes to facial waxing, I prefer to use soft wax and that's with the strip. When it comes to body waxing, depending on the areas, I will use soft wax as well. So like legs, arms, stomach, I will use that. Now for gentlemen, if I'm waxing their back or their, um, or their chest, I will also use soft wax. I've never used hard wax on a gentleman's back, um, mostly because the wax that I use, not that it can't be used for large body waxing, I just prefer not to. Um, and as far as hard wax, when I use that occasionally, I will use that for the underarms and I will always use it during a Brazilian and bikini wax. So I feel that with the hard wax, uh, using the hard wax through the middle part, which is called the labia, and through the butt, the buttocks area, I will use the hard wax there personally, just because I find that it is easier to grab onto the wax. I can get good leverage of it and remove the hair safely without damaging the skin. Now, everybody has their preference. You will meet estheticians that use only soft wax and that is totally fine. And that is not a big deal. Uh, like I said, it is a preference and uh, it just depends on the esthetician that you're seeing. So why is waxing better than shaving? Well, waxing is, I prefer waxing over shaving because when you wax, you are removing the hair from the root. So when you remove it from the root, it's going to take longer to regrow in. When you're just shaving, it creates a blunt cut. And when you create that blunt cut, whenever your skin gets cold and you get those goosebumps, that hair is just going to push right through. When you're removing, when you're doing it through waxing, we're removing the hair from the root. So it's taking that little bulb and we're removing it. Now the hair, and I won't go into too much detail, but the hair grows in a cycle. So depending on the cycle of your hair growth, it could also depend on how long it's gonna be gone, how long that hair is gonna be gone and how long um, it will take, okay? So if we remove it from the beginning of the hair growth and remove that little bulb, that means that hair is gonna take longer to grow back in. But if your hair cycle was at the end, 
and then the hair removed easily, then that means that the bulb is going to, is already there and getting ready to push out new hair. So it just kind of depends. I'm no scientist. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know when your hair grows. I don't know its cycle. I don't know your body in that way. So every follicle is different. Okay. So does waxing hurt? Unfortunately it does. It doesn't feel that great, but when you find an esthetician and for myself personally, when you find somebody that can do it fast and efficiently with very little pain, then you found a winner. For me, I find that I, I don't like to mess around. I don't, you know, remove the stuff slowly. I apply it. I do it with purpose and I remove the, the strip or the wax very quickly. Typically what I will do when I remove the strip, I will go ahead and place my hand on there to hopefully stop that sting and um, that sting ouch effect that you may be experiencing. For some people, it depends if you have super coarse hair, it's going to hurt more than somebody who has finer textured hair. So it just depends on that. Um, is there anything that you can do for the pain? Absolutely. You can take some type of pain reliever anywhere between 30, 40 minutes before you come in. Um, I also suggest not drinking any caffeine because caffeine alerts the nervous system. So you don't want to have that in your system because you're already going to be jumpy and antsy about this particular service that you're going to receive. So I highly recommend not doing any caffeine at least three hours prior because caffeine stays in the body for a little while. The other thing you can do, and personally, um, this is a preference, you can use a numbing agent. There are uh, products out there that do numbing and you can numb that area prior to come in. The downside with doing a numbing agent is that oftentimes if you do, if there was an issue, you won't be really be able to tell because you don't, you can't feel anything because it's numb. So generally I tell people to not do that, but again, that is your preference and you're welcome to do that. Um, is there, um, uh, the other thing is, like I said before, how long will it last? Again, that depends from person to person. You never know. Um, it could be the hair texture. It could be your pain tolerance. It could be a number of things. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> how long will it last so it could be it could be a number of things as far as your hair growth and all of that so um, that is kind of a left up in the air kind of of a answer but if I had to tell you if you're like I need to know an answer uh, I would say that uh, if you are a regular waxer the results are gonna last longer so for instance some people who get Brazilian waxing for month to month, it can change. Like we could be at the beginning of a hair growth and we get the hair and they don't grow in for like, you know, a couple of weeks. Well, then the next time they do it, then their hair grows back. So again, it's catching that hair cycle and where it's at. So there's that. Um, and how long should your hair be before you start waxing? Generally, I tell people two, three weeks of regrowth from when you stopped shaving. So once you stop shaving, you have two or three weeks of regrowth. And then from there, we can um, have a nice amount of hair where the wax is going to adhere properly and we're not gonna have breakage. 
Personally, I love to wax hair that is long and has not been shaved in a while. Uh, I find that the results are smoother. I find the results are just so much nicer than if you've been like, just stopped shaving a week and a half ago. All right. If you are using for facial waxing, if you're using any kind of topicals when it comes to uh, retinols, retin-A, um, Accutane, acne products, any type of topical acne products, that is a huge no-no. So you're gonna wanna stop using that at anywhere between five to seven days. If you're coming to me, I will absolutely tell you I don't wanna see you in, until you've stopped using it for a full seven days. I like to be extra safe when it comes to facial waxing and using those types of products. So if you are planning on getting any kind of facial waxing, whether it's your brows, your lip, your full face, absolutely stop using that before your appointment. And the reason is, it's because it's going to make your skin very delicate. And if we were to apply wax and remove it, there is a chance to cause skin injury. And that means lifting of the skin. And that is gonna be very painful and can cause pigmentation and just a whole world of other things. And safety is my number one priority. So I highly recommend that you stop using all of those things until you can come, uh, come safely. Now, when it comes to Accutane, Accutane, you must be off Accutane for a minimum of six months before getting waxed. Preferably, I would like you to be off of it for a year before you can come in for a wax. I know that sounds ex excessive, but this is how I like to do things because again, I'm very, very cautious and your safety and the integrity of your skin is my highest priority. So if you're going to somebody else, that's fine as well. Just make sure that you know these things prior to going in, okay? Now, when it comes to tanning and waxing, if you are spray tanning after a wax, I highly recommend that you cover those areas that you're going to be, um, you're going to have wax. So if you're doing a bikini line, make sure that you're covering, you know, with a thin layer of um, some type of barrier product. If you're doing the brows, again, a thin layer of a barrier product. When it comes to UV tanning, so going to a tanning bed, do not tan for at least a minimum of 24 hours after your wax. If you are a first time waxer, like bikini wax or Brazilian waxing, you're really going to make sure that you wait at least 72 hours. That's, and well, we won't get into the UV thing, but just so you know, <laughs> when it comes to that. Um, all right. so. When it comes to how young you can be for waxing, when it comes to brows, lips, um, brows and lips, the youngest I've waxed is about 12 and 12 or 13. That's obviously with their parents' permission. When it comes to bikini waxing or leg waxing or even full Brazilians, those are going to be on a case case by case basis. And anyone under the age of 18, I recommend that they have a parental permission um, before coming in for that. There are um, some people that do that because they're dancers and or they're swimmers and all that. And some, some of the young girls are getting like really bad ingrowns and such. And so waxing is a better option for them. Again, that is to the discretion of any esthetician and what they feel like they're comfortable doing. And those are my requirements for my studio. 
Okay, so the difference between Brazilian waxing and bikini waxing. So bikini waxing is gonna be everything outside of the bikini line or bikini bottom. So just what you see on the outside, okay? So that's gonna be the inner thigh area and just a little bit off the top. A full Brazilian is gonna take all the hair or leave some of the hair. We're gonna talk about the top part, which is called the mound. You can remove all the hair. You can do a triangle, a postage stamp, a strip, whatever. Um, and then you have through the middle, which is called labia, and you're gonna remove the hair from there and then through the buttocks. So in the buttocks, you're gonna remove all the hair there. And so it'll be totally clean. Or like I said, you can leave some behind. There's a lot of estheticians call it a variety of things. There's all kinds of cool names for it. I just call them a bikini wax and a Brazilian. That's it, you either do one or the other. All right, so one last question I had was how uh, how do you help with strawberry legs? So strawberry legs, I get that. It's when you remove, when you're doing waxing or shaving, you get these little red dots. And those little dots are from the hair follicles, okay? And for me, when I shave, I don't get those, but when I wax, I get it. And sometimes it depends on the texture of your hair. And when you have the hair removed, what happens is that the follicle gets really irritated. So some things you can do to kind of calm that down is do a cool compress uh, with some towels, just calm the skin down. You can apply aloe to the area. Uh, you can do like a, a little oatmeal mask over it to bring that redness down and to soothe the hair, uh, soothe the skin from the irritation of the waxing or shaving. Also, when you are shaving, make sure that you are shaving using a brand new razor and a good shaving cream as well. So hopefully that answered your question. And if you have any more questions regarding waxing, definitely let me know. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye. All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed that episode. And if you are curious to know more about me, visit me and connect with me on social media. You can follow me on Instagram at Elevate Aesthetics and Facebook Elevate Aesthetics as well. I hope that you will return for the next episode. And until then, enjoy your day. Bye.